What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the podcast, we have an amazing guest. I believe she's the first guest on our show uh, that has been on the Shark Tank. She used to be a fashion designer, and in five years, she's gone from zero deals, just starting out, to uh, nearly $200 million in sales volume. Welcome to the show, Shelton Wilder. Welcome to the show today, Shelton. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to have you on. I know you've had a, a rapid uh, increase in your business over the last few years and uh, excited for you to share that story, that journey with our listeners today. So why don't you just start off and tell people a little bit about yourself and how you got into real estate and, and really how you've grown so quickly to a team that's doing over 100 deals a year yeah oh my gosh yes so basically i so i live in la and i'm from charlotte north carolina i moved here over 15 years ago and i started a luxury lifestyle management company and then i started a clothing line then later i was on shark tank and had with my clothing line did a lot of different things with a lot of different businesses and finally after my first son i decided okay I'm not going to sell slips anymore and be a stylist. So I got, I call it the click where I said, okay, what am I best at? What do I love? And I used to be a stylist and love doing that. And I was really intimate with people. I'd be in their homes, see them naked. And I was like, huh, what's so similar? And it was real estate came to mind, selling big things, helping people. And um, it's also, you know, very intimate seeing their money, seeing their home. So I had the click to do that. And um, I got my license in my second trimester when I was pregnant with my son and then closed my first deal when I was in the hospital having my oh, wow. second son. And then, yeah, we did the walkthrough with my eight day old baby and my two year old and my nanny and my husband. It was a family affair. Um, I was wow. very committed, you know, wanted to make sure we did it. It's such a big deal and I feel like it's a privilege and honor to work with anybody because there's so many agents, there are a lot of people to choose from, so I wanted to make sure I showed up and did the best job ever. And anyway, so I think the difference and the way I have been able to grow at such a rapid pace is because I treated it like a business. I was like, okay, I'm not just an agent, I'm the CEO of my business and I had had other businesses before, so it was helpful to go, oh, okay, well, you have to do these things. You have to do photo shoots. You have to have an Instagram page. You have to do videos. You have to, you know, invest back in your business. Like a lot of times I see agents, they close a deal and then they're like this. They're like, okay, where are we going on vacation? I'm like the total opposite. I take the money, put it back in. I'm like, how many more assistants can I help hire? How can I grow a team? How can I do more photo shoots? How can I work on branding? So I think that was kind of, you know, the difference. And so I'll just give you kind of the rundown. I, um, last year was my fifth full year in real estate and we closed, um, you know, we did over a hundred million in sales and, and wow. we, 
Yeah, so 100 million. This year we're on track for 200 million. That's kind of that's our goal to keep doubling. And then 2019. You're, you're not was, a huge team, right? You're, you, you, it's not like no, you've got like 100 people. No, no, no. It's it's basically myself and five other people on the team, and then I also have about seven people that work for me as well. So I have a COO. And so I was like, okay, we're going to make, like, I have a C-suite part of my business now. I'm like, okay, I'm an agent, also the CEO, which is, you know, because it's a business. We're running a multi-million dollar business. If you treat it that way, then you have to see it as, as, and then you'll keep growing in that way. And so then I brought on Forrest, which has been incredible. And he's been here only like a month, but we feel like we've been together like 10 years. It's such a good fit. And um, Chrissy, my assistant, and I have a, I actually have an assistant, Katie, who is, her main job is a gifting, a gift assistant, because I, that's a huge part of my business with closing gifts, with home anniversary gifts, with holiday gifts, um, just that kind of extra special touch and staying in touch with my clients. So even clients from five years ago, they'll still get a present every year every the the day that they bought their home every year so it's like oh my gosh here she is again because i think i need to look up the stat but there's some you might know the statistic it's something like the only only 30 percent of agents are working with the same client from before and i saw that stat and i thought that is ridiculous i i've already created a relationship i love these people they're like part of my family i feel like why would I not want to stay in touch and, you know, still be be in their lives? And so I think it's important to always take phone calls, give give referrals for contractors or um, gardener, anything that they need for their home o over the years, and like be a resource for them, be a big resource. That that's super important, and just kind of you know staying in touch and. Um, not forgetting about them because it's not like a one and done. I mean, I, I love my I love my clients and want to hear how it's going with their home. So yeah, that's kind you're, of been. You're definitely right on on that stat. I think it's like a third or less that in surveys that say they would yeah. use the same agent again, and then it's probably even lower because a lot of people that you know, do create a good experience for the client, maybe don't do as good a job keeping in touch too. So, so I bet it, yeah. you know, dwindles down to even less. Uh, your, your background is very unique. I mean, first of all, you, you had a business background coming into real estate, mm -hmm. which I think helps. Most agents don't seem to have that. They, you know, they come from a wide variety of fields, but most of them haven't run a business before. So I think that makes you unique. And then, uh, the other thing too is I I think you're the first person we've ever interviewed that's been on the Shark Tank. So, oh, um, yep, yeah. I I did. It was what it was, was that like? <laughs> it was quite the experience. <laughs> um, it was you know I feel grateful that I was even picked to be on it. It was very fast. They got my interview tape and then I was cast on it within three weeks. It was very fast, and I probably should have been on it the the next year because I didn't even have any any sales yet they were like oh you you sound great let's get you on here and I'm like okay I got my samples the day before I went I pitched to the sharks but um but anyway it was it ended up turning into kind of more like about my personal experience that I 
was sober and I had gone bankrupt and all these different things from like 2009. And so, and it was a dramatic episode, I like cried, but it was very good TV. They air it all the time. They love, <laughs> but, um, but it's, you know, for me, even having that experience, I always say that, you know, going into a listing appointment, you know, I'm not going to be that worried. I've been right. on national television in front of the, in front of five sharks, I think. I'm not as as scared to do anything like I had done some stand up comedy before and some improv just to kind of, you know, get that fear out. And so I think it's helped me so much with my public speaking, being on podcasts, doing my videos that I do. I've been doing these Wilder Wednesday videos for this is the sixth year and every Wednesday we come out with another video and sometimes lately we've been doing reels because that's kind of working better on Instagram and and you know adding them to TikTok. So I've kind of I have to pivot to where what is trending with the social media outlets. And so um but anyway, yeah I'm I'm very comfortable on the camera. I'm like, well, I already I already did that. So there's no there's I'm not worried anymore. You know, I've kind of conquered that that fear. And so um but it was incredible exposure. Um I ended up raising thirty five thousand I'd asked for I think forty and then I was gonna give a percentage of my business away. Ended up raising thirty five thousand on Kickstarter on my own. Got to keep a hundred percent of my business. So oh, wow. it was a great platform so even, even for for marketing. And that, yeah, and, of course no you don't the, I mean the exposure from just being on the episode and not getting a bid from them, did that that helped you with Kickstarter? Or? Oh yeah, totally. With Kickstarter, that's how everybody kind of went. And then they pre-ordered and then we made the slips because I didn't have them just sitting in a warehouse because that's the big thing with um, having a business that has inventory and manufacturing. I mean, you have you have the inventory and you're, you know, so if I had had them made and then ready to ship, I'm sure I would have sold more. But then, you know, I had kind of done that before and it was kind of it. Anyway, so. That's why when it was real estate and all I have to do is help sell myself and brand myself, I was like, oh, I can do this because you're not, I'm not making products. I mean, I'm just, right. the the homes are already made or I'm just trying to source them or finding them. I mean, I have been doing a ton of off-market um, sales. Like I think about 40% of my sales this year have been off-market because I'm just scouring, hunting. That's why I always do that like emoji with the, the little spyglass, like I'm always looking for everything and trying to do my best for my clients. And the other thing that's been so important, I feel like in this industry, I'm from the South and I live in California. And so I always joke and call it Southern California charm, but <laughs> I really believe in having great relationships with the agents. That's so important to me because I feel like those are clients as well, because you you want them to pick your offer or you want them to work with you. And so I kind of hashtag like love fest, you know, cause most of my transactions end up being like a love fest cause there's no need to, you know, what you see on reality TV and things where there's a lot of fighting and I know it's great for TV and just like how my shark tank went, when I was crying, it was great for TV, <laughs> but it's more of, I, I, I really like a drama free and, uh, positive experience. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Do you want to take your real estate business to the next level? If you do, there's no reason to go it alone. 
Learn from people who've been where you want to go. Carrie and I have sold billions of dollars in real estate. We've netted over seven figures for seven years in a row now. And we want to see if you would be a good fit to work for us. We don't work with a lot of people, but we want to give you a chance to get on a free strategy call to see if we can help you get your business to the next level. Go to hyperfastcoach.com and apply for your discovery session today. Again, that's hyperfastcoach.com. And I always send closing gifts to the other agents when we close. And, you know, when we open escrow, I send like a little, like a Starbucks card. It's like coffees for closers, you know, just trying to keep everybody uplifted and in a good mood. And because it doesn't have to be, we don't have to be in a bad mood. We don't have to be against each other. Everybody's trying to work for the same, you know, the same conclusion there and it's to get the house sold and then the buyer in the house so yeah it can be done with a lot of love so that's kind of that's my thoughts about it no I think it's important to to not you know have to be so adversarial you know to, to like you yeah. said to actually realize that that other agent is a partner in Getting partner. the deal to the to the finish line for you mm -hmm. and the the buyer, the seller, everyone involved. So it's you know, yeah, it, it takes everyone and totally. That, that's that's a great attitude to have. What what's on the Wilder Wednesday videos? What kind of content are you putting out on those Wednesday videos? On the Wilder Wednesdays, okay. Well, it's had a lot of changes over the years. So it started out with kind of the tips and tricks, and I would just say. What is and what is escrow? What is an EMD? What is title insurance? You know, all of those different things. It's kind of like a beginner's guide. And then it's kind of now moved into more of like fun TikToks, but still kind of talking about funny things. Like maybe I'll talk about, I like to promote businesses on there and I'll talk about other people's business and and different vendors that I really like I will talk about the market I will talk I mean all all kind of kind of all all different things and um it's just had so many changes over the years now we're doing some kind of like fun fun TikToks I mean recently I was talking about like the one that closed you know the the big the big home that sold for 141 million and oh, wow. you know talking that was, about that, that and yeah Oh yeah, that was in Bel Air. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm I'm in Brentwood, which is right next to. So it's probably 15 minutes from where I am right now. So yeah, just kind of sharing what's going on in the market. Also, kind of trying to give people new information. We talk about the different neighborhoods sometimes. It's, it's all kind of changing all the time. Oh, like maybe you know spring cleaning tips. Just different things. What what have been the keys? for you, you know, just in the span of five years with COVID being two years of that, you know, going from starting out, you know, first transactions when you're about to give birth, you know, going, going from <laughs> that to 200 million in less than five years. Like what, are, what, what were the keys, uh, you know, in terms of marketing and where you focus on a specific area, you know, how, how did you grow oh, yeah. so fast? Okay, so I would say that consistency is key. That's really been my trick to success. And a lot of it has been through Instagram. That's, I mean, I have a great website, but I feel like people really go to your Instagram and that's how 
I gain a lot of referrals. And even when I was just like laying, you know, had my baby, I was just still posting on Instagram and talking about real estate, what homes are active, what des design features that I love, just kind of being out there. And it was really important for me too to kind of pivot from being a stylist and having a clothing, you know, brand to just people knowing that I'm in real estate and posting every day so they don't go, oh, well, she's a mom, she's busy, she has young babies. I'm like, no, no, like, I'm working, I'm 25-7, I am here for you. And so I would say it's like 95% of my business is referrals. And then the other, and but I feel like a lot of it comes from people will refer me and say, oh, look at her Instagram. And so, and I'm very much out there. So there's videos of me, there's photos of me, and I try to have photos that look just like me. I don't look, not from like 20 years ago. It's like, oh, that's exactly what she looks like. And so, and video, so you hear my voice, you feel more comfortable, and you would want to come to me. And even everybody from my team, they've all been, they've come to me. I haven't recruited or anything like that. I mean, this next step and what we're about to go to, we are going to start recruiting other agents. And that's kind of Forrest, my COO, that's his strong suit and that's what he's you know we're working towards having more agents that are seasoned and been in it longer you know doing a higher volume all the agents that we have now have all been new agents and I've loved that because I love giving them the tools and having them grow it's so exciting for me it feels so good and so yeah but we're just kind of mixing things up and we're probably gonna grow to about you know eight to ten team members by the end of the year we're hoping and then we really want to grow and expand into other markets in California and then eventually across the country and around the world so that that's really my goal I, I am very motivated and <laughs> I don't I don't want to stop it just here I, I see the the growth that we can have and the way that we are conducting business kind of changing the way real estate's done I would say with kind of that more collaborative it's interesting Mindset? that you, you did this starting out with focused on either intentionally or unintentionally on new agents, right? Because a lot of people might think, wow, if you want to grow, you need to go get experienced people. But you clearly were successful, you know, on your own and had a methodology that you could teach. And I, uh, I almost think it's easier to teach new people, you know, what, what oh. to do then yeah. uh, you know go out and teach like someone who's been doing it for 10 20 years like your method of doing it because they might there might be resistance there yes there could definitely be resistance there and you know i had i during the pandemic i had a course and i taught i had 45 people in the course and it was kind of about how you brand and how you market and you know about the consistency and so that was been really great and then we actually turn that course into kind of the agent course so everybody that joins a team will kind of take this course it's not even long but it's just kind of like the way that the wilder way we do real estate and so it's yeah that's been super effective and that we always put our clients first that's my most important thing that that their well-being way before mine um that is that is just hands down the most important thing and being in integrity and with ethics and you know, that's, that's the way that, that I, that I have to run things. And, you know, there, there's been a lot of changes throughout the years too. And I've been 
it's funny to say, but I have been at six different brokerages in the six years. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's kind of a lot, a lot of change. That's, that's but, a lot for sure. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot of change, but it was always with, it was always kind of, you know, I, I planned it out. I didn't know I was planning it out so, so much, but it's always been a better, a better fit for, for myself and the team. And I'm kind of like the mama bear with having people on my team. I want to make sure they're always taken care of and that we have the best splits that we can have for, for the team and always giving that back to the team and, you know, other things like when they get referrals, they get to keep a you know, hundred percent of their referrals that they get nothing comes through me. I mean, I really try to take care of my agents cause I think it's so important. And so every step of the way it's been what's going to be best for the team and what's going to be best for the people on the team. And so, um, I went from the small one in Malibu to, it was called Monarch and it was amazing and it was very hands-on, but that was too far away. So I went to Berkshire Hathaway and, and Brentwood. I've been at four brokerages along San Vicente and Brentwood. And then, um, and then I moved to Telus, which was kind of a local one that was bought by Douglas Elliman. So that one was not my fault. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't change that time. And then I was recruited by Compass and then most recently now I'm at Sotheby's. And so it's been, it's always been because it's, it's a better fit, but never saying anything negative about any place I've been because it's all been great learning experiences. I've met, met so many amazing people and agents and managers, and I feel that it's best to remain on great terms with everybody always just take the high road. And yeah, it's, it's been great. Do you think, do you think you'll be uh, at Sotheby's for a while or, or, um, I, Yes, I really love it. it. Yeah, yeah, I I love it. I I think it's it's an amazing brand, and it's that high end luxury and it's worldwide. So I I love that about it, and it's very recognizable. And I feel that it aligns with my brand, which is very. I like for it to be classic, sophisticated, and going to stand the the test of time because my right. favorite people are, you know, Betty White who just passed and almost made it to a hundred. And I plan to be doing this till I'm a hundred. I have no plans to stop. I am a workaholic Capricorn, just like her. And then I like to say that I'm like the Dolly Parton of real estate, very mis <laughs> miscongeniality, just very you know, getting along with everyone and not causing lots of controversy. And you know, that's kind of my thing. It's just, I, I, I just think that, it's, it's a business where you can get along with people. And so that's how, that's how I want to be and making it fun. I think having fun is super important. I mean, why, why be here if you don't want to have fun and then make the experience enjoyable as it can be for, for the, for your clients. I mean, the, I don't know if you saw it, but I think the broke agent, I was on their podcast last week, but the broke agent came out or, or it was overheard LA and it said there should be a spe special therapist for home buyers in the 2022 market. And I was like, Oh my gosh, cause it's been, it's been, it has been, you know, challenging, but trying to keep it light and trying to find the right things for my clients. Cause I really feel like I'm kind of that like real estate therapist as well, you know, between, between the husband and wife or husband and husband or wife and wife and, and, or boyfriend, girlfriend, or, or whoever, whomever's my client or just a single person. And it's just, kind of talking it through and that's why I like to kind of really be there. Hey, hold that thought. Do you want to get a hundred tips 
for free from my best selling real estate book, The Hyper Local, Hyper Fast Real Estate Agent. If you do, go to hyperfasttips.com and you can download 100 of my best tips today. Again, that's hyperfasttips.com. You can download 100 tips on how to grow your business, get more clients, deliver more value to more people. Go to hyperfasttips.com. Be there for you my have clients. To be now. And, like, this is off. a very challenging time. I mean, you know, interest rates have started to creep up. I mean, let's face it, they're still super, super low. Uh, they're just not as dirt yeah. low as they used to be, but the inventory has gone even lower and, you know, we've got all these supply yeah. chain issues. Builders can't, they can't build even if, even if they like have the buyers and the land and, and you just can't build quick enough right now. Yeah, so it, I think it, it's a super challenging time for, for a lot of agents, uh, just yeah. getting the inventory, getting listings, finding something for their buyer. Like how, how are you guys navigating through all of that? Well, I feel that what we're, what we're doing with that, I think, I think a lot of what's happening right now, I call it the chicken and the egg, like which comes first, because we even have a lot of, you know, we have my list of all my, my listings there. And a lot of them are on hold right now. Cause they're like, well, I don't want to sell till I find something, but then they're like, right. well, I can't find something until I sell. And so we're trying to play that, oh, which comes first? And so um, it can be very scary for people to say, oh my gosh, I'm just gonna sell my home, where am I gonna go? So we're trying to you know, find the off markets, trying to um, being able to put their homes up for sale because they're going to get such a great price, but then doing a long lease back so then they can find something else. So, and then I'm just actually, you know, going back, back to a lot of the clients that I've had over the years and saying, okay, I can get you, I think a million dollars more than what you bought your house for four years ago. A year ago. What, years what, ago. Do, you, yeah, what do you think? Yeah. What do you think? I mean, do you think we should just try it here? And they're like, okay, I trust you. And then maybe they're like, well, we might have to Airbnb for a little while, or we might have to, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a compromise for some people, you know, but it's not just, it's not just the housing industry. It's like that. It's, it's almost like everything, right? Like, uh, there's, there's, I know watch dealers that sell, uh, like certain Rolex or Patek Philippe, uh, watches that are in high demand and they're calling yeah. clients back who bought them six months ago and telling yeah. them you can get 10,000, $20,000 more for this watch uh, that, that you just like, bought. Let me have it. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. Same with cars. And, and so we give like a lot of, for a lot of our clients, we give Hermes blankets for like a closing gift. They've all been d delayed. I have some that are like <laughs> three, six months later, I like text my girl there and I'm like, Hey, any blankets? You know, they're like, no. So all, yes. And all, and always, which is so wild about, this luxury industry that's kind of exploded during who knew in a pandemic that we'd have the <laughs> biggest rise in home prices after, you know, right after a pandemic, or I guess we're still in it technically, but yeah, it's been wild. Yeah. I, I've thought one solution that I'd, I'd be interested to know if people have tested would be to actually come up with a program where you get, bridge loan or some other type of financing and, and that way you can go to people that want to move and tell them like 
I've got this program. You can, you know, maybe it costs you a percent or two extra percent on to have the money available, but you can, you can find the home first, use this money to buy it and then sell your, your, your home and, you know, and then sell your home. A, yeah. A fixed mortgage. But, so it doesn't um, have to be a contingent. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It, it just, it, it seems like a lot of people are in that, that dilemma that you described and that maybe yeah. there's opportunity if someone can come up with a creative way to, to fix that. For with the bridge, yeah, for with the bridge loan, for sure. I think some people are a little scared of the bridge loans because of the high interest that right. it, that you do have to pay and the, the extra points. Um, but but yeah, I mean we we've been able to creatively get around it with sometimes listing it off market. I've been listing houses off market, and we if we get their price, then we'll get it and move forward. And then if we don't, then they'll. They'll move on rather than sometimes two people have young children. They don't want to list it. They don't want people in their home or they're very private. They don't want people. So, but we're just trying to find solutions. We're the solution source here. The Shelton Wilder group. <laughs> well, it's, it's amazing to, you know, hear your story. And, and I, and I hope that everyone listening gets inspired with it, shares it with other people. Cause it's, it's pretty cool to see what you've done and, you know, really five years in the midst of a lot of stuff going on the pandemic housing shortage so um, yeah it's it's been amazing to sit down and, and chat with you about it before we wrap up i always like to do a hyper fast round if you're ready for some rapid fire questions and answers okay okay i'll be ready i'm ready All right. <laughs> what's your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent oh biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent i would say consistency is key and just put yourself out there. Put yourself out there. Make yourself, don't be an undercover agent. <laughs> What's one thing you see experienced agents do that they shouldn't? Or vice versa, one thing you see experienced agents don't do that they should do? I sometimes see experienced agents kind of having their way or the highway kind of their own mindset doing this a long time things are changing every day and so it's like being on social media it's very important now and putting yourself out there is very important so I think I think that's kind of kind of a shift and there's like these young agents that are that are doing TikToks or doing you know Instagram and getting clients so sometimes you have to just follow follow the trends What's one thing you're doing right now in your business that uh, wasn't on your radar a year ago? Oh, okay. So within the past, I think six months, I decided to do a agent networking group and I've invited agents that are all selling, I don't know, between like 40 and 300 million, that kind of range. And it's been really effective and wonderful and we get together once a month and I have a whole spread of food you know I'm like such a hostess I love that whole spread and coffees and everyone comes together and cheers pockets and information and kind of the struggles of um you know pro what do we call it pits and what do, what do we call it for it pits and peaks yeah pits and peaks of you know what's going on with their business and I think that's been great for collaborating with agents coming together and then being able to share information. So that's been incredible. I love that. 
All right, what's uh, one thing you might be doing when you're not working on real estate or your team or business? Oh my gosh, that would be hanging out with my boys. So I have a six-year-old Lane and an eight-year-old Beau and then my amazing husband Clark and we love to take little trips and everywhere in California. I am obsessed with California. I've been here over 15 years. I'm not leaving. We love staycations anywhere around LA. We go to the best hotels or we just went to the Indian Wells tennis tournament and down, you know, in Palm Springs. So that was we in Palm love Springs, right? doing little Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. We saw Nadal. We had like the incredible seats. My husband's a tennis fanatic. So that's our thing. Just getting to spend time with the boys and they love going to fancy hotels. That's their thing. They know that they get all of mommy when we're there. Cause I, I do work 70 hours, 70 or so hours a week and I love it. So I'm workaholic, but I love being with my babies too. All right. Last one. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Oh, 10 years from now. Well, I have a huge goal of being the number one agent in LA and known around the world. And so I think I'm going to be working up to that and being a billion dollar a year agent. And that's, that's the goal. And also we're working on a show and I have hired PR and producer. So have a show for our team. So I think all those things are coming true. Manifest it. <laughs> Amazing. Well, uh, that'll, that'll be fun to watch. We'll definitely have to have you back on uh, as that journey continues. Yeah. So thank you for being on today, Shelton. If people want to connect with you, learn more about you, I know you mentioned Instagram, but are there, yeah. are there any other ways or, or how should they contact or connect with you? Reach out. Okay. So my Instagram is Shelton Wilder estates. So there's that. And then my website is sheltonwilder.com. So you can reach out there, but yeah, I check DMS and I, you know, I, I love to connect and I love to be of service to other agents and people are, you know, obviously any referrals, but, but yeah, I love to give back. And that's so important to me with all the charities we do. And also with, with other agents, that's why I have mostly all new agents. It's fun to give back and to see people thrive and grow. Amazing. Well, thank you for being on the show today, Shelton. Uh, and to all of our listeners and viewers out there, thank you for tuning in. Please leave us some comments and feedback and share this episode with people that you think could learn from hearing this amazing story. We'll see you next time. Thanks. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure and go to hyperfastagent.com to learn about upcoming in-person and online events. And don't forget share this show with someone that you think could benefit from hearing it and make sure you subscribe on YouTube or anywhere that you can find podcasts.